Hello guys, um, welcome to another episode, welcome to the World Championships of um, Half Marathon uh, Training for next year in Latvia. Um, today we're going to talk about a few things, um, but first I'll give you guys an update about uh, how training is going on my side and, um, and then we'll go into proceed some questions that we have some, some people that want to get uh, some information uh, that's what I like I, I love when people ask me questions so they can talk about it um, number one is it a San Jose half marathon this past weekend ran 109.05 so it was a good starting point basically to find out where uh, my shape is and uh, so I did find out where it is and, and that's a great thing to know now that you know going on to my next uh, training race which will be in a few weeks or in a month or so uh it will give me another additional um additional time to train evaluate uh, improve uh and i probably think i can improve a little bit more again maybe another two minutes because i'm coming from 111.30 for my past three races to 109 flat so now i'm going you know i think the next race is just kind of a you know better indicator i needed a couple of, like you know i needed a race to know where i'm at um so it was a good success i think um still a couple of things that i need to work on uh and uh, good things are going to come out of this um for my wife she was able to pr finally after two years uh of course not not like pr actually she did pr this year but i'm saying like she was able to drop bigger time difference than she's ever run before her she ran you know 113.09 so she was able to bring her pr down by one minute which is huge uh so that's fantastic you know uh, 113.09 is 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 a is good almost into 112s so she had a good performance um out there so that's on our side uh training is going well uh for me and her a um, couple things that I'm going to be talking about today in today's episode is um, basically, um, you know, how do you prepare for your race mentally um, the week off? Uh, then we're going to talk about, you know, um, what type of warm up can you do and, and, and how to keep your form and cadence during the race. Uh, so let's start with, with uh, the week of the race, what I'd like to usually do is I like, I already have like a system that every time I run a race, I already, I just repeat my system that I have. Like I don't do anything different. I might change one or two small things, but nothing, I don't change anything uh, big time because I know what works for me and, and, and I like to keep it that way. Um, so you, what you need to have is a system. So my system in the week of the race is it always, always depends, you know, whether the race is Saturday or Sunday. And from that point on, you know, I have a, sort of like a, a system, you know, a Saturday race and a Sunday race. Uh, I have a tune-up workout. I have two tune-up workouts during the week and then a race. Um, so I've been thinking about it, you know, that actually I'll be talking to my coach about it. And that maybe you know um, we can change up the tune-up workout to a slightly different, maybe a one-workout kind of uh, 
So um, I definitely, I'm not sure if, you know, we, we, we might keep it again like this and see how the next trade goes. And then tr if it doesn't go how we think we, it, we could get the best out, then we'll go to maybe uh, one longer workout during the week. Uh, not so much longer, but just one tune-up and then everything else easy and away. Uh, but usually it is a two. If a race is on Saturday, then a tune-up is on Monday and Wednesday. If a race is on Sunday, a tune-up is on Tuesday and and Thursday. Now Friday is always a rest day, and Saturday or Thursday is a rest day again for a Saturday race and a and thirty minute or forty thirty to forty minute jog the day before the race uh, with some strides. So Mondays is usually, like you said, the first tune-up workout is a little bit longer, but it's at race pace. So it's anything about three miles at race pace, whether it's broken up, not broken up. I usually don't break it up. Uh, and um, on, 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 on second tune-up workouts, it's a little bit smaller, but uh, uh, also a little bit of race pace and then something slightly a little bit faster. It's really not important exactly what you do the race day, race week, but just remember you have to have some sort of system that that you know your your body is going to respond well to, and then you do that. You know, um, last big workout really should be ten days out. Um, I don't mean like a real work like 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 last workout, but a real last big one. If you're really looking to gain fitness from that workout, as we know, it takes ten days for a workout to. to for you to gain everything from that workout so think about it you know same thing it takes 10 days from a from for you to gain fitness from a race too so a lot of times i think the biggest mistakes that sometimes people make is is to get jump right back into workouts after the races uh, i think you 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 know you don't need to do that because obviously you know uh a workout is 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 a a race is, is really big fitness boost, so you don't, you know, you need to make sure that you, everybody can do workouts, but it's how good you can recover from them. So I, I like to take, you know, I like to listen to my body. Uh, sometimes some parts of your body have recovered faster than other ones, like heart, it's, it's, it's heart rate always, usually for me, the heart recovers real quick, uh, I, very fast recovery rate. But it's my muscles that maybe need a few longer days and my nervous system a couple other days. So that for sure, I always, you know, if I always take like, you know, think about it. If you do a workout on Friday and sometimes take Saturday, Sunday, Monday, next week, you take three easy days sometimes, you know, or sometimes two easy days between workouts on a normal basis. So after a race, it's clearly that you need like more time even. So it's like if you had a race on Sunday for half marathon, it's perfectly normal to even maybe have your first workout on Friday, you know, or, or something like that, or even Thursday. This depends how you're feeling, how 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 hard you went and things like that. Um, definitely not Tuesday and definitely not Wednesday. Um, you know, three days is just not enough. Okay, so the next thing we want to talk about, you know, how, yeah, how do you prepare mentally? Mentally is is visualizing your race, making sure that you you know you know where you how you're gonna be, where you're gonna be logistically plan everything out before you know what hotel you're gonna stay, when you're gonna be there, you know don't spend time at the expo much, pick up your number, you know uh, rest up, plan your lunches, dinners, where you're gonna eat, you know. All of that counts, you know, like sometimes being part of the elite field for 
for me and my wife, it's much easier many times to do these things because we don't have to do anything. Everything's done for us. But there are times that we're like, I'm some races that we're not part of the, or there's no such thing as elite program. So everybody's on their own. So then you're like, kind of like just planning all these things on, on your, on yourself. And I always like to plan everything because I don't want to be, you know, spending extra time running around for stores and looking for pasta and things like that. So I always pre buy everything before I travel. So if I, I already know what I'm going to eat, I get my bagels the two days or day before I already have everything that I'm going to eat and where I put it. It, 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 there's nothing, I don't leave anything, I guess. So when I wake up on a race day, everything is there and I just fix everything up and I'm ready to go. I don't want not to know which hotel I'm going to stay. You know, I don't know how I'm going to get to the race start, where am I, who's going to, I don't want any of that. That That's stress to me. So make sure that you, you, you know, I did talk, if you go back in my podcasts, uh, I did talk a lot about logistics in, in terms of like, how important that is and I used to always get that part wrong but nowadays I get that part right so and it took me some time to figure it out you know that that's an important part it's like you know you can train so hard but then you can screw it up with something simple like this um also how to prepare as you know if you're feeling nervous during the race it's okay to feel nervous because that's the adrenaline of you wanting because you know in order for you to do really good you're going to have to feel nervous. Uh, I was talking to my wife this past weekend and she was telling me that she was nervous for this week's race. And, you know, usually she's not that much nervous. So I was like, well, I don't know what's going on. Maybe, you know, she's she never really freaks out or gets nervous. So obviously she knew that the competition was going to be tight and that she's going to have to go to the new level. And, and that made her nervous, which was fine. So when we got to the race, obviously she was able to take all of that and, and, and really focus and be get in a zone and, and conquer her fears and retrain her brain and achieve her peak performance, you know, and be, she became who she wanted to be that day, you know, uh, and she was able to achieve her best performance. So, but of course, all of that, you know, we did plan everything. We planned all the week of training. I already know on Sunday, the night before the race, every single thing that I have for the my training, I cut out everything, kind of like I cut out all the extra things, core, gym. I don't do that during the week of training. I keep, you know, I reduce my training by 30 to 40%. Some people do it by 50, but I like it like by 30 or 40 Um and, you know, I focus on refreshing myself, my body, making sure that I get my massage, making sure I get that cold bath, you know, Epsom salt baths and, you know, to listen to some books and just kind of like, you know, really prepare my mind for, for um, getting in a zone. Um, also, you know, what would you do in a warm up? I'd say, oh, let's just start in the race morning. I like to wake up three hours before my race every time, anytime. I eat that bagel, I eat, and that's all, I have a bagel and, and drink some water with it in the morning off. Then I wait one hour before the race, then I have my banana and a coffee, and that's my that's my last time I eat something. Um, and then I am start my warm-up uh, 45 minutes before my race. In a warm-up, it's just uh, really 20 minutes, uh, you know, 15 to 20 minutes of easy jogging, uh, followed by strides and activation drills and dynamics, uh, 
But these are things you have to practice. You can't just, if you've never done these things, you, you wouldn't want to do them for the first time in a race. That's important for you. But I definitely have a routine where like, I know exactly, you know, if what time I have to take my nutrition, what time I am going to warm up. I always warm up on, make sure on a flat area. Um, I, you know, I know roughly what pace, then I do some strides. Um, then I do some running exercises just to activate more. Then I use the band to activate my glutes if I feel like they're not firing properly yet. Um, but, um, yeah, that's, that's pretty much from my warm up. Then I get on a starting line and if we can get a couple strides there, I do it as well. And last five minutes, usually I'm just relaxed and or like last seven minutes and just standing on that line and visualizing, you know, the gun is going to go off. I'm going to try to get in my zone and get in my pace and, 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 uh, you know, on a day that I feel fantastic, I'm gonna I'm gonna push real hard. You know, and even on the days that I don't feel fantastic, I'm gonna push as as hard as I can. Uh, and I try to focus on nothing. I just try to focus on running my fastest and 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 staying in in the present moment. Um, although honestly, I think I did not do such a great job this past weekend. My mind was wandering. I don't know. It just went up for the first time. I was really mentally a little bit not there. I don't know why. My mind was somewhere else. Um, and it really cost me some of the times like where I should have been pushing harder. I, I slipped away here and there. So I really, you know, I, I, I'm not going to you know, always tell people that, you know, stay mentally engaged. But sometimes even all of us, you know, we're human and even I was not able to do it this time. Um, sometimes it happens and, you know, but I do encourage people to, to try to get, you know, like right now I'm going to say, well, why did it happen? What did I do wrong to stay mentally engaged more? Why was I not more excited to push and things like that? So that's something I'm going to talk to my coach and then we're going to go on to the next uh, round and, and um, try to improve that. Um, Okay, uh, another thing is, and this kind of relates to what I was telling you, cadence and form during the race. Um, I was, I honestly, once I became a little bit tired, um, whether it's a brain or form, my form became tired, I really just slowed down and, and I didn't slow down, not so much effort-wise, but it it just became a little bit more tougher situation for, for me and I, and I went from running five, you know, five flat pace to more like five, 20 pace and 5a 15 520 and and you know that's just not gonna cut it for me um what happened to me is my cadence slowed down my stride length went a little bit low and and like i said because i wasn't mentally engaged as much for whatever reason and then i i lost it a little bit out there you know so it became fatigued um but again the guys it, 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 10905 is, is still my 10th fastest half marathon out of you know i've run like 50 marathons so it's not it's not like it was a bad performance but i felt like my shape was a little bit better than that um i felt i was you know honestly me i'm i'm, I'm a little bit unpredictable sometimes you know i can i can honestly um, even if i can go 106 107 you know 108 i can go 109 i can go 110 and it's not relatable to what my shape is. If my shape is, you know, really good, it doesn't matter. I can still sometimes not have my best races, and that's just part of it. You know, you you, you um you're not gonna always be able to go in there and show the best version of yourself. Now, if you can, that was our your best races, and that's when you're gonna PR, PB. You know, um, and which I have in previously when I nail it right, I I'm very happy because I know exactly 
uh, what I want and it motivates me. Uh, but again, not always you're going to hit the target, but you give it your best. Um, yeah, in the race, just focus on good cadence, you know, know what you need to do, you know, uh, focus being unrelaxed and just running light and, and pushing it. Um, you know, that's it. Just stay engaged, stay in mo- in a present moment. I, I can't explain how much more that means, meaning like, don't worry about splits don't worry about paces just just compete just be your best you know like if you when you can get in the zone you think about absolutely nothing but just like you're staying in that zone because that zone is where like you say it's it's kind of like if you ever played the, the video game like a track and field game before that where you have to like put a push a and b as many times and you have to keep it between two lines and then if you go too slow, too fast, then it gets out of the zone. So same thing in race. You can be in the zone, out of it, or underneath. you got to be nailing that optimal level. And then, you know, every, the performance comes from, from there. And like I said, that's the secret really of, of all good runners is they get in the zone and they're able to push their bodies. Like, And you ask them afterwards, how did you do it? They're like, I don't know. They're like, it just happened. So, you know, I that's the zone that I did not enter this year, this race. Um, yeah, um, really, I don't know what else I can tell, but besides that, these are important things, uh, you know, take care of your nutrition, take care of your sleep, monitor your recovery, and really just at the end of the day, you know, believe in yourself and know that you have to have your physical and mental ready and, and, and even your spiritual aspects ready for your race, you know. Uh, sometimes you're going to be really good and sometimes you're not going to be really good. Does that mean that, you know, you are who you are in your last race? I'm I'm not that big believer, but, you know, like you're closer who you are in your last race, but you're still capable of, 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 of bigger performances um, on your best days. So think about it. When you run a PR, when you run your PB, that means that that's your best day ever, right? So... Are you really going to be at your best always? No, you're not, you know, and if you are, then that's, then maybe you're not trying hard enough, but, you know, how many times, because Elliot Kipchoge can run 201.09, probably, maybe once, maybe never again, but, you know, he was good at that one day for those two hours, and, and that's it, you know, like, you pick and choose, you can be your best at always, so I think that, uh, you know, to be at your best requires a really good amount of training, a good amount of stress. And uh, hopefully I'll talk about that on my next episode, uh, how how I keep and tally points and heart rate, meaning like how much, how I, every week we know exactly how much stress we're putting in our body and, I'm, and by based on points and heart rate. And then I'm looking like how the body is responding. Is the body responding in a good way is it responding in a bad way like do or you know is it saying hey, I'm feeling bad here feeling bad there and then i have my other things that i i i use such as aura ring and things like that just to monitor like you know to have these tools that help me to to monitor to make sure that hey am i am i you know doing everything that i can am i right is the you know is the training killing my system am i training too much am i training optimally and i use as many tools as i possibly can to to make sure that like and at the end of the day guys although we have all these tools they're very important at the end of the day nothing can beat logic and logic is just to listen to your body 
do things the right way and your intuition okay um and please enjoy your racing experience and and just you know believe in yourself and remember that if you're trying to change something you're not going to be able to change that in one day in one week it's going to take you weeks months years maybe but you know if you want to always change something and improve uh that's always uh, is, is is something that um, I coach many athletes and I always tell them, look, I can't make, you're going to be good, but you're not going to be good overnight and it's going to take us some time for you to achieve your best. And those that listen usually achieve their best. Um, so uh, thank you so much. Have a good night, guys. And I hope that everybody enjoyed this episode.